publicity. The difference in our ages, you know. You mean you want me to keep it a secret? Oh, no. No, except for the newspapers, of course. Naturally, all of Leonard's friends know. Oh, he doesn't have many from what I've heard. I've thought it strange, too, that such a prominent man should have such a small circle of acquaintances. I met him only a short time before I married him. He's been very kind and absolutely devoted to me, and I suppose I should feel ashamed of myself for, for coming to you. But there are so many things about him that are mysterious that I, sometimes I, I... I can't seem to find my handkerchief. Here. Kleenex. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. I uh, take it you're not a San Francisco girl. No. No, I met him at a dude ranch. Well, uh, maybe I can clear up some of your mysteries for free. The reason your husband doesn't have many friends is because they keep dropping dead. I don't understand you. Oh, forget it. He's a big public servant. He's built a lot of sidewalks. The streets of this city are paved with his good intentions. His name is on a thousand manhole covers. If the names of his former business associates land on headstones, it's nothing to me. I got my own racket. Well, what? I think my husband is paying blackmail to someone. Uh Uh-huh. And upon what do you base your suspicions, Mrs. K? It started about a month ago. He began withdrawing large sums from our joint account. First it was 10000 then then 20000 and last week, 50000 mm-hmm. and, and this morning, he closed out the balance of the account. $100,000. Yeah, well, he's got it to spend, Mrs. Kilcourt. Well, I, I won't pretend the money doesn't interest me, but what's behind it, Mr. Spade? Each time he withdraws these cash sums, he, he leaves the house without a word to me. And sometimes doesn't return until dawn. My husband is not fond of nightlife, Mr. Spade. Only a desperate situation could induce him to leave the house after dark. <clears throat> yeah, so I've heard. They say that's how he kept his health as long as he has. All right, uh, you want me to trail him, find out what he does with the money. Just one question. Why'd you pick me for the job? I... I... Why, your reputation... That's is... local. You say you're new in San Francisco. Well, I, I do read the local papers. Your picture was in only two weeks ago. Yeah, well, that caper didn't help my reputation. I like your looks. A nice, honest face. A man I could trust. Well, don't buy that. And I'm sentimental, too. Your picture reminded me of someone who is very dear to me. My brother. Of course, you're nothing like him, really, but, but you do look alike... I suppose that sounds like a silly woman's reason for... Yeah. What's your address? Well, I have a little place of my own out on Divisadero. The Balboa Apartments near Normandy Terrace. Mm-hmm. You'd better keep in touch with me there. I don't want Leonard to know. The Kilcourse Mansion is at 1316 Clarendon. 1316. Mm-hmm. He returns from his office around six in the evening. Do you have a car? No. I need one? Well, I don't know where he may go. Now, here are the keys to my car. It's parked in front of the main entrance, a gray Plymouth. He won't recognize the car. My, my, it's my brother's. Now, about your fee. A hundred bucks now. If I need more, I'll leave you now. I had an uneasy feeling I would need more. The last detective that tried to follow Leonard Kilcourse had hospital insurance. I don't. But I'm a gambler at heart, so I parked Lorraine's Plymouth across the street from the Kilcourse mansion and waited. At 9 and a p.m., Mr. Kilcourse, much, much too old for her, came out the front door and flagged down a taxi. I made an illegal U-turn and followed. The trail ended across the Golden Gate Bridge in Marin County. 
It was a country club type building on top of a hill overlooking the bay. It did business under the name of Ernie Nogales' Racket Club. The racket had nothing to do with tennis. It came from two sources. The moans and groans of the customers losing money at the roulette wheels and crap tables, and the glad hand the management threw at my quarry as I followed him in. Mr. Kilclaw, surprised to see you. Since when you go out of the dock? Well, I thought a little nightlife might agree with me, Nogales. Oh, 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 that sounds like you, Mr. Kilclaw. I didn't know you better. I think you was afraid to go out night. <laughs> well, now, I was thinking of buying this place to retire to. Ah. But I figured it'd be cheaper to win it at your roulette table. <laughs> What's your limit here? 10,000. But for you, wide open. The sky. Uh, a hot hundred grand for a starter? <laughs> well, any time they catch you with hot money, Mr. Keeper. <laughs> Come over to the cashier. Yeah. I sell you the chips myself. I didn't have to bother making myself inconspicuous.